0: everybody welcome to after hours here on barbecue nation i'm jt and we're talking with max good our resident um tester for amazing ribs. i am affiliated with amazing ribs not quite like max is but i am affiliated with that so little uh you know truth and lending act there or something i don't know what you would call it but (laughs) but meathead has uh very graciously given me a page and they run a lot of shows he gets to pick the shows uh i recommend some every once in a while but he'll pick them and he'll go pull a couple of them and throw them up there so i don't know how many are up there at this point but there's quite a few and mm-hmm. um he can do that so so let me let me ask you this max <clears throat> if i said okay max your neighbor came up to you and said, "I have got somewhere between seven hundred and fifty and a thousand dollars to spend on a new grill for my husband or partner or whatever. Uh, for Father's Day, what would you recommend? Now, they're weekend warriors. I'm going to set this up pretty pretty tight for you. They're weekend warriors. Uh, they don't do tailgating. they really don't do hunting and fishing. They have a few friends over several times a year. But they would like a nice grill that they can do that on, and then you know clean it up at the end of the summer because they really don't do much the rest of the year. What would you recommend for them
1: well i you know i it's, I always kind of hate to answer that type of question because everybody's got their own um, unique d- desires let's say even even I know meathead scoffs when I bring this up, but even like cosmetic features, you know, just colors, the way something looks, you know, and and not just in this scenario where, okay, the wife is getting something for her husband, but she, maybe she wants it to match her, her outdoor furniture. It's not even just that the guy might want something or he might, sure, uh, you know, um, or maybe the guy wants a particular color. I mean, we us guys like colorful stuff too, you know. Sure. Uh, but but the meat and potatoes of it is a function. I I would say, okay, that's an important thing though to say how much money I want to spend. Some people keep it completely open-ended and say, Max, what's the best grill? What grill should I buy? And I'm like, come on, you know. Um, I always equate it to a car. You know, what's the best car? Well, that's not a very good <laughs> question. You know? right. uh, at any rate, uh, yeah, the first thing then, okay, you, you figured out how much money you spent. That's really important. The second thing, though, is what fuel source do you want? Or, or does, does, does your husband really like charcoal? Some people only want charcoal, and that's fine. Some people don't want charcoal at all, and that's fine too, so then obviously your next thought would be they want a gas grill so you have to first answer those that those two things and one other how big and uh, you know size if you're especially you're talking about it's not a tailgating thing not portable they're not having huge bashes you don't need something enormous so you want probably a kind of a mid-sized grill. But always remember, for any kind of cooking you're going to do, you do want the capability to set up two zones. If you're going to do a turkey at Thanksgiving time, which even if you're not a hardcore barbecue person, you might want to do something like that or some kind of a roast. You're going to need a lid, number one, and you need some size so you can set up two zones. Whether it's charcoal or gas, that's an important thing, and you can learn all about two-zone cooking and its in extreme importance at Um So, let's say you're going gas, you want to get at least three burners for this scenario. You're you're having this out on your deck. You want some versatility. You want to be able to uh, to you know have a variety of different dishes. Uh, uh, if you only go with two burners. When you go to zone, people who aren't familiar with what I'm talking about, you're setting up a section of your cooking surface for a moderate indirect heat, which will be supplied from a hot direct area. You have your fuel source, whether it's your gas burners in a gas grill, you have some burners on and some burners off to set up the two zones. You put your turkey, let's say, over the, side, the section where the burners have been shut off, and you use the other burners to supply the heat to that moderate indirect zone. Otherwise, that turkey, the bottom's going to burn up, the skin's going to burn up, and it's not even going to be done on the inside. You don't want that to happen. you know. And the same deal with charcoal. You want, it, you want a large hunk of meat to cook gently like that. When you set up the two zones, you cut your cooking surface in half. So keep that in mind for the size. Now, let's say you do have a few big parties a year. Where I live, uh, you can see our local fireworks from my deck and from my front yard. So uh, we've, we were known to have 4th of July parties and we're dipping our toes back into that water this year. Chef, we're having a smallish party. Uh, so, you know, if, if that does happen, Keep that in mind too, because sure. uh, the first time you have a big party, you will be wishing you bought something a little bigger, maybe you know. Uh, but if if that's not an issue to you, uh, go at least three burners with gas. Get say a twenty two inch uh, charcoal kettle. Can't go wrong with Weber. I know we keep talking about Weber. No, they're not. I'm not on their payroll. They just make good stuff, and I'm not the only one who thinks that. You know? Right. Uh, but if you one alternatives, too. I'd, I'd add quickly. There are alternatives uh, uh, in the charcoal grill business, and let's see what uh, Komodo Joe's going to ultimately come up with with their uh, kettle Joe. That's an intriguing design. Um, and then, of course, if you say, "Well, I've, maybe a lot of people already have a grill. Well, I got my grill. I got my little gaser, my little Weber, or you know, my little charcoal grill. Excuse me." um i want but i'm having trouble making ribs i really want aspire to be a smoker i really do smoking though. but i don't want to fuss no muss no fuss i want it to be easy then the obvious answer to me then are the pellet smokers sure because they're like a kitchen oven with smoke if you can cook in your kitchen oven you can cook on a pellet smoker and as we were talking about earlier some of them are very sophisticated. They have uh, apps on your smartphone. That smartphone, Jeff. <laughs> <Come on. laughs>
0: yeah, the one and, I uh, left at home today. So.
1: <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't mean to to jab you like that. I just referring no, it's to okay. my, my little lip lips stumbling earlier. Um, you know, they're and oh. and uh, the, the the so if you want to do some smoking. It doesn't get any easier. Then, you know, if you want to – there are other options, too, for smoking. Like the pit barrel cooker is very easy to use, but it uses charcoal, and you have to tend to fire a little bit, not a lot. And then it goes on and on from there. Gas – vertical gas smokers are wonderful. They're very easy to use, you know. So it kind of depends on – again, it gets back to what do you want? What do you feel comfortable with? Well, a good place to start with answering those questions, folks, is at AmazingRibs.com. At the top of the page, you'll see a navigation bar that says product reviews. Click on that to see. uh, We review not only grills and smokers, but digital thermometers, which you absolutely need, uh, tools, and all kinds of good stuff. Anything you need to know about outdoor cooking, you'll find at AmazingRibs.com. so, it has boxes you can click off, like the price ranges. We have different price ranges. So, you, whatever you want to spend on, and the size. We've talked about size. And the fuel source, you know, um, on and on. If there's a particular manufacturer you really like, uh, you can search by them too. Uh, so, that's a good. Good uh, place to start. I mean, we we can't review every product that comes out because there's thousands coming out every time I blink my eyes. But you know, we try to get a good mix of the different types of designs and different price ranges. And I personally really like it when we come across something that's low cost that works really good. Uh, those are some of the you know, like I'm I'm on the jungle hunting. That's, those are my greatest catches find <laughs> like
0: something like that well what i would say to people is after they've determined what time what type excuse me and uh you know if if they want a gas grill you can you can go to the big box stores those are not the same grills even though they may be the same manufacturer as you're going to find in a uh regular barbecue store or maybe an Ace Hardware or something like that. If you want to do the smoking thing, like you talked, there's lots of good pellet smokers out there. We were off the air. We were talking about Gorilla Grills. We talked about Green Mountain. Uh, Pit Boss makes some. Um, there's, of course, Traeger that kind of started that whole thing.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: so there's, uh, you know, there's a huge selection of those. And if you want charcoal um, or lump charcoal as some, you know, look at a Kamado style one or just go back and like you so aptly said, Max, look at something like the um, Weber kettle. And there's other other brands, like you said, like that. And, and the, you know, kind of start from there. Ask dad what he really wants. If he's thinking that he wants to change or add an addition, maybe adding a pellet smoker to uh, his lineup, maybe he's got a, a gas grill sitting on the deck or something like that, then then look at a pellet smoker. And they range price-wise anywhere from lower-end ones, you know, 500 bucks up to, you know, a couple of thousand uh, if you want all the bells and whistles. So,
1: and there I've even seen... I've seen... Uh I saw a small ish pit boss at a hardware store, not one of the not like Home Depot. It was Menards. They're, uh for two hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. Some of those are they're just closing them out. So um, you know, uh you you can look around uh and you can get if if you're like, oh I just wanna try it out and see what it's like. You know, obviously something like that isn't going to be as sophisticated as things like a Traeger or that Weber Smoke Fire that we discussed earlier. Right. Um, but it, you can certainly – would that that would be a good starter, starter, starter type thing. Like sure. I, I really only want to spend a few hundred bucks. I want to spend the least amount possible and just see if I'll dig it and, you know, see – And I think, first of all, you will like it. If you like smoked meats, you'll be amazed at how easy it is to make them on a pellet smoker. And you may just want to stop right there and be happy with what you bought. Or you may say, now that I know that I love this thing, I'm willing to open up my pocketbook.
0: Yep, absolutely. Max Good from AmazingRibs.com. Max does all the reviews, and Max has given us lots of good information today. Thank you, Max. And don't forget, Max is also the proprietor and inventor of Black Swan barbecue sauces. You can find those. Uh, you can Google them, and there's a page of how you can get your hands on them there. So, Max, I really appreciate you taking the time to help us out with the Father's Day stuff.
1: I appreciate being invited on your show, and so I hope we'll be talking again really soon.
0: Uh, we will. That's going to wrap it up for this edition of After Hours for Barbecue Nation. And uh, we'll be back next week. I guarantee it. Until then, remember our motto, turn it, don't burn it. Have fun, everybody.